0: Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. I'm Sophie Scott. And I'm James Gill. Our mission is to make wellness accessible to everyone.
1: We'll be chatting with our favorite people.
0: Sharing uplifting news stories. And
1: delivering tips and tricks.
0: To bring balance to your lives.
1: Hello, welcome to the Balance Podcast. It's a bonus episode. I love a bonus episode. Why? Why on earth are we doing a bonus episode? Well, the football season is back. That's one reason. Second reason, A level results have come out. So this podcast is very timely. Why? Because it's to do with football, because our guests are former Palace centre forward, Dougie Friedman. I nearly said former Palace legend. He's not a former Palace legend. He will be a Palace legend forever. And Gavin Hiru, whose career with Crystal Palace didn't quite work out. He, he was cut. He was cut from the squad at quite an early age. And that is what we're kind of talking about. Sometimes you have a plan in life. And sometimes that plan doesn't map out as you had hoped. And so Gavin and Dougie have set up this company together. Focus Fitness UK. I'll give the URL at the end. And what they've done is they've worked with a lot of footballers and the like who didn't quite make it it didn't quite make it and Dougie was concerned that these guys I mean he says this himself would be sat at home watching daytime tv and their life is getting away from them and what focus fitness does is retrains them it rehabilitates them and they might become say a personal trainer fantastic I mean everything about that is wonderful even if you're not a crystal palace fan that's a beautiful, beautiful thing. And they've teamed up with a company called Job Today. So if you are a younger person, <laughs> and you've, you've had your A-level results this week, maybe check out the Job Today app. Maybe you got great results. Maybe you didn't get the results you were hoping. The Job Today app may apply to you. Even if you're older than that, check out the Job Today app. And then Job Today and Focus Fitness have uh, come together. And there's a, there is a, a program called Summer Camp. And what this is about is about younger people pursuing a passion. It's known as passion professions. So if you think of think of your favourite influencer, let's take someone like Joe Wicks, who pursued his passion of health and fitness, and is now one of the the leading lights in that field. There's, there are lots of people like that. I'm from a, I'm from a, a northern old school working class family, so I was raised to believe you get a steady job, and perhaps back in the day that was good advice. It's probably not great advice. <laughs> you, you, you actually probably are better off pursuing a passion for a number of reasons. If you pursue a passion, something that you care about, because you care about it, you're probably going to try that bit harder. It doesn't matter what that passion is. You might dream of being a baker. You might dream of being a writer. You might dream of being an accountant. But whatever that passion is, if you, I think in life, if you pursue something that you care about, you're just going to go the extra mile. So uh, I'll give the URLs at the end, but you've got Job Today, which, uh, which changes the way people find work. You've got Summer Camp, and then Dougie and Gavin's company is Focus Fitness UK. Oh, and also, we are talking, Crystal Palace fans will have, I imagine a lot of Palace fans will have downloaded this. For time purposes, to explain when we did this, we did this after Crystal Palace had sold Aaron Wan-Bissaka, Wan- but we talked before the end of the transfer window just for context. Uh, and obviously Palace managed to hold on to Wilfred Zaha. If you don't follow football, this bit will have meant nothing. So without further ado, we will get to wonderful, one of my heroes, Dougie Friedman, uh, and the lovely Gavin Hero. For transparency, so I was a sports writer for 10 years, and I've mentioned it on this podcast before. I spent about three years covering a football club called Crystal Palace. Now, if I had, I'm 41 years old now, so for me to, confess that I had a hero uh, is slightly embarrassing especially because he sat to my left and so when I left my job covering Crystal Palace there was one shirt that I was hoping to get and I was presented with a freedman a signed freedman shirt which to this day uh, is, is honestly, mate, I didn't hang it up, so it's, it's wrapped up in plastic in a cupboard, so nothing can ever, uh, uh, nothing can ever harm this thing. So thank you very much, uh, Dougie, as well. Um, well, but just to kick off with, can you say a little bit, please, about uh, Focus Fitness, how it came about, what the idea behind it is? Because uh, even if you're listening to this and you're not a football fan, this is such a wonderful concept and an idea. Yeah, Focus Fitness is an independent training
2: provider uh, providing tr- personal training courses in London. Uh, we've been going for nine years, so starting in 2010, and literally it's working with large employers like Virgin Active, uh, David Lloyds, uh, Pure Gym, Fitness First, in supplying personal trainers to uh, the community, fitness community in London. Uh, we deliver uh, educational courses uh, in free venues uh, across the capital and really just helping people that want to get into the industry but haven't maybe haven't got the finances to to go in there. So we've got funding from the government in order for them to complete their courses. I'm right in saying
1: that you've, you've helped former pros as well. Uh,
3: yeah, what had happened at the very beginning, <clears throat> Gavin was an apprentice at Crystal Palace when I was a professional. And when he got released, I gave him a number and I told him if you ever need anything, call me. And when he did call me 18 months later, I didn't really have anything to say to him. Uh, and I wasn't... <clears throat> You know, it was it was upsetting for me to see a young professional sort of kicking his heels in the lower leagues. So we had a, a meet-up, we went through what his options are and he decided he wanted to stay in the fitness business, you know, and we looked at it and, you know, we went and done his course at another provider and he came back and he told me that he's on his feet and he's walking away and we just had an idea to start up a company, you know, and that company was to help young ex-professionals uh, who get released at 18, 19. To go back into the fitness world, you know, it's a seven week course and it made me feel quite proud, you know. And when I, uh, and, and selfishly, you know, from a selfish point of view, when I gave my number to young professionals or young apprentices, I had something to give back to them, you know. It's as I says Gav said, it's a free course within seven weeks, you'll be qualified PT, you can go into some, some work, and they already know about the body, so it was a win win situation. I was helping a young uh, guy at Crystal Palace get on his feet, and I was also helping myself. You know, with the opportunity, given, uh, giving one or two young players an opportunity. You know, so it was an all-round uh, good situation. Then years later, the company's grown. Uh, you know, w- you know, well beyond our beliefs. Uh, but it's something. You know, you say you've got heroes. I've got one sent to my left, and young Gavin, because where I seen him from and where he is now, it's you know, it's very touching for me to take part in that. Uh, you know, his his life.
1: Now I don't want to get a dead arm because he's sat he's close to me. I don't need to reach over and punch him on, but I'm going to ask, and, and ask this question anyway. What is it about this guy? Because genuinely, from my experience when I was covering Palace, and from uh, since I've left the club, a name that keeps coming up when players are interviewed. Which player looked out for you? Which player looked out for you? It's this man's name who keeps coming up, keeps coming up. Why is it? Why is it him? What's it about him that always wants to help the uh, the young players?
2: You know, I think uh, with Dougie, anyone you speak to in the, in the industry, whether it's football or just people that know him, uh, definitely got something special about him. Uh, got a good heart, uh, just to help people in general. So I think the the charm, the, the he's very charismatic, uh, and also just it's overall, it doesn't it doesn't matter if you're you know kind of like the CEO or the the cleaner, or just like the the tea lady. I think Dougie treats everyone uh, the same, and just looking at it, making sure that. People can become the best versions of themselves. You know, if you know whether it's you, you're going to end up being a, a plumber or uh, somebody who works nine to five. I think Dougie genuinely cares about people and it's a real people's person. So for me, you know, being at Palace at such a such a young age, he acted as a mentor when I was a young pro. But then even more so when I left the club and I was kind of on my knees, uh, not knowing what to do. Sure, uh, really kicked in and that really, you know, Dougie was in the Premiership at the time, so I didn't really need to look after a guy who was paying the conference and really just give me some words of inspiration and uh the, the backing i you know obviously changed my life around but yeah i think generally an all round good guy and somebody who will always give you the right advice even if you don't like it over the years we've been together now for 17 years you know i've known dougie for a long time and even you know if uh he needs to coach me and to mentor me and say look you've maybe made a mistake here he will let me know And uh, but in in a, in a good way so it's constructive uh so i can learn from it and move on but yeah it's, i think not just myself but i think there's many people that Dougie's probably touched along the way absolutely
1: i've got a confession to you actually when i first right, got none of
3: this what, so you got my shirt you got no no
1: no, no <laughs> wait for it when i first joined the croydon advertiser mm. i didn't know any of the palace players mm. i went up to the training ground first day on the job right. went up to gavin
3: yeah
1: uh hayden can i have five minutes please <laughs> I got confused with. I don't even remember that. Uh, absolutely, I still. I'll be walking to Tesco now, and I still remember it and get that flush of shame as you very politely pointed out that you were you were not Hayden Mullins. But a lot, a lot of uh, listeners, people who do know about football, people who don't know, probably don't realise that football for the majority is super tough, isn't it? For, you know, the percentage of people who who make it is mm. tiny.
3: Yeah, the percentage it's is very difficult. I've got two sons and they and they kick the ball around and I try and encourage them to be the only thing I try to get out of them is to be kicking a ball around when they're twenty four, twenty five. mate. that being a Sunday morning with their mates <laughs> or you know be professional. I want them to enjoy it. You know, football has it, given me everything you know in, in life and taught me a lot of you know good and bad things you know and, and brought me down to earth at times. So you know, it's a it's a language the world speaks and sure. I think through football there's a knock on effects and you know we started this company Focus Fitness UK in terms of you know well being and you know making sure that it's you know there is another side to life if you don't quite make it you know you can you can learn from your you know you, knowing about your body and nutrition and you can go maybe get a career in, in the personal training industry from that you know and, and we'll expand you know and go back to what Gavin very nice words with Gavin but that, that was never you know the way I'd seen it you know I'd seen it to try and do my very best, you know, to be polite as so I was brought up, to be helpful. But I, I can remember saying to Gavin, you know, what I mean, it's if I help you, then you've got to go and help others and just spread that. And that's what our company's all about. You know, we don't advertise, we don't, you know, I said to hey, why are we doing this? Why are we sitting here? Why are we doing this podcast? Because it's not really what we do. But we feel we're company after nine years in a position to really expand and help people. And to get the message out, listen. We've done the hard work. You know, we've we haven't cut any corners. We have changed people's lives. We have got stories to tell. Uh, you know, we want we want other people to know that there is people out there that generally will care for you and look after you. Know our traineeship programs, pff, it's second to none. You know what we've done. I'm very proud of that. You know, it's not just in the. You know, I've got a wonderful family, and I'm very proud of that. I've got fantastic. Yeah. Uh, uh, you know, in football, it's been fantastic for me. But I'm also very proud. You know, sitting here of what we've, what we and Gav have grown, and it's uh, you know, and long may it continue.
1: I mean, I saw it firsthand. So you know, I'd, I'd cover the first team, but I was also covering the reserves. I'd chat with the, uh, the youth team coaches as well. So I saw these lads get mm-hmm. cut, and you, you know, you'd get mm-hmm. to know some of these lads. Mm-hmm. And for you to see their reaction mm-hmm. to finding out, I mean, it's, it's heartbreaking. I mean, can you just shed a bit of like what that whole thing is like?
2: I, you know, I can't talk for everyone else, but for me, uh, being released, it was quite—I was quite relieved. Wow, right? Yeah, I think sure. Ian, Ian Dale was great. You know, uh, when I got released, I felt—I always felt that wherever I did, I could be quite successful in it. And uh having played football for such a pretty long time. It was quite nice to kind of say, "I've been at Palace for such a long time." It was quite nice to have a new challenge. You know, maybe go to another club, uh, change the scenery. Uh, but I totally—you could, know—can I, I totally you know, could understand if you're getting released, it's quite a disappointment. But for me, it was like. Let's go to the next challenge, and maybe you know I need to just kind of move on with my life rather than just trying to trying to make it always into the first team. If, if I made it great, but I wasn't that disappointed, if I'm honest.
1: And then your I mean, your story is inspiring because you are proof positive that you can have a successful life away from football. I mean I've met you a couple of times now since yeah. you know in the last couple of weeks. You're clearly very. I'm making your head big here, but you're clearly very grounded. You got yourself together. You're in a good place, aren't you?
2: Yeah, I, I, I'm very fortunate. As I mentioned before, uh, I think a lot of it's ha- having a mentor. Like, you know, the guy sitting on my right has is, is been my mentor since I was 16 years old. And it's about the people you surround yourself with. Sure. Uh, and I was very fortunate as well with when I went to the personal training industry. I trained a lot of successful people from different industries, course, uh, yeah. from you know finance to construction, uh, very successful CEOs. Uh, that went in town, uh, entrepreneurs. So I kind of surrounded myself with very successful people and spending so much time with these individuals, it kind of rubs off on you. So, uh, yeah, it's, it's a product of being a product of your environment. And the key is to keep humble and keep working hard and keep focused. Uh, but yeah, it's, uh, I I think anyone can do it. I think it's, but it's crucial to have a mentor and have a
1: coach, you know, because it it is quite, uh, it's a tough road and sometimes you need a bit of advice along the way. In terms of the, the the mental side of things, what part, what role have, have you guys played in that regard with these lads who, who get released? I mean, you touched on it earlier when we were chatting. You know, you're watching these lads are watching the bad daytime telly and what have you.
3: Yeah, what happens is a, it's, a, it's a downward spiral. Unfortunately, you know, you get as Gavin said, I've I've unfortunately released a lot of young kids, and and to some of them or to most of them, sorry, it is a relief because the pressure from you know from the family and the. Close friends, it's you know they're going to make it. They're going to be a superstar. They're going to do this, and then when they get released, it is a bit of a relief for them personally. I've found over the coming months it's a old spiral, you know, because it, it sinks in the routine of turning up every day, getting told what to do, train at this time, eat at this time, turn up for him at this time, and they've got you know the routine's not there. So you know I've found that the to be when speaking to a lot of the young players, it's very very difficult to get them out of that. So we put in our program the traineeship programme which pretty much gets them off the sofa you know it gets them out of the routine uh stop <laughs> watching tv in the mornings get into the uh the gym and we just try and pick them up talking to them you know mentoring them you know it's always a coin toss what we're <laughs> going to do I go of course it is but we try and show them you know that although you have limitations right now we can break that barrier down and and give you so your limitations then can be you know exceeded to bear. What Gavin is and we use Gavin is obviously a, a testament to what he's done. Absolutely. Uh, but the mental side of things, you know, I've always related to fitness. You know, if I'm always finding that a bit stressful, I've always related that to fitness. And I'll go for a run, or I'll go for a bike ride, or I'll go to the gym, and I've always felt that's a calming influence on me. So, me personally, that's how I try and uh, get across to... You know, listen, it's not just young players. You know, I've, a lot of players that come at the game at 35 uh, with a healthy bank balance still also feel, you know, that loneliness at times. So, you know, there is there is opportunities also for these guys. Um uh, And I don't want to just relate this to football because it's not just about football, it's about life as well. You know, lots of people have difficult moments uh, and we're a company that's always been there to pick them up for the traineeship programme or, you know, training the apprenticeship uh, or getting them a course that will give them something at the end of the the six weeks, a a qualification, they can go and work.
1: Well, how is that for you? Because a lot of footballers, you know, they get in this tunnel and it's football, football, football. Whereas this thing here, that must be nice to have something away from the that's football focused
3: yeah I, i've i've always I, i've always been business minded you know since a very young age so go on uh yeah you know and, and i think that you know when i was playing i was always you know looking at different businesses and had different businesses you know so that's how i was always thinking getting into football management for me was you know was something that yeah there's passion there and there was you know there was there was uh, You know, a a willingness to sort of try and teach players and coach players, but I was always into the business side. I was always into the side of you know trading players or buying players, and that was always more of me. So, you know, forget your question, but let me just ramble on a little bit. No, it's great. (laughs)
1: This is gold.
3: I, I think sometimes that, you know, you know when you come out of. Football, you know, professional football for 20-odd years, you know, you, you seem to just think, you know, I'll stay in football, that's the way I go to feel nice and safe. Yeah. Yes, that's what I'd done, but it wasn't a safeness. It, it was out of a, you know, right time, right place, that kind of thing. But I always did lean towards a business side. Uh you know, the business opportunities I have, and that's what I try and stay on to. Now, working in a sport director at right now, it does allow me to have a best of both worlds, you know, look at the the finances and look at the, you know, look at, you know, the long term of the club and where we're trying to go and make sure we've got a balanced squad and things like that without the actual coaching side of it. So, you know, for me personally, there was a different route that I was always going to take eventually.
1: Now, one of the things I wanted to talk about was was passion. If there's a recurring thing theme, theme of this podcast we've done, Twenty odd, nearly thirty episodes. The recurring thing is, is theme is passion. So a lot of the people I've chatted with, they decided to pursue a passion. It it, it changed their life. Um, can you say a bit about what you're doing with job today with this uh, summer program?
2: Yeah, just to go back a tad. Uh, when it came to uh, finding a career, Dougie said to me, "Look, call the PFA up and ask them for a uh, magazine in terms of jobs and industries I could go into." Yeah. So one of the uh, courses I could do was being a personal trainer. Uh, you could be a plumber, you could be an electrician, or <laughs> one of these vocations. But because I was passionate about becoming a personal trainer, that's the course I did. Uh, and what I found was, for me to become a personal trainer, there wasn't—I didn't really need to uh, work that hard, if that makes sense. Because I came from a fitness background, so for me, it was a, it was a natural progression. So what we find with the with the, with the company is a lot of young Londoners, especially from eighteen to maybe thirty-five, that are passionate. They're going to the gym anyway. They go into the gym anyway. They're they're on social media. They're seeing your likes of Joe Wicks, yes, uh, and lots of fitness Instagram influencers, and they're they're like, Do you know what? Why don't I go into this industry? There's more gyms opening up. When we started the company in 2010, uh, the fitness industry, fitness space, wasn't as uh, as popular as, it, as as populated as as today. Yeah. But the past, uh, I'd say, three or four years, even more so. You know, lots of young people saying, you know what? love getting myself fitter, healthier, making other people feel fitter and healthier and they're turning their passionate into their career. So we've just been able to facilitate that through government funding that we've managed to get via, uh, uh, the education secretary. So we've got a direct contract with the government in order to provide these courses. So, literally, yeah, so we're turning people's passion into their into an industry that they love going into, and what's happened is because they're getting jobs and they're getting uh, uh, making a real career of it, they're referring their friends and it's It's all about delivering quality uh of service that we're, we're offering, and the outcomes are so positive that the word is kind of spread, and by that it's kind of snowballed, and lots and lots of people hear, hearing about what we're doing
1: so you're living proof really then if you if you have a passion. And you pursue it, yeah. and ama- some amazing things can happen, can't they? Yeah, totally. Yeah, totally. I think uh, for us, it will always
2: there is a business element to what we do. But if you just follow your passion, and you're good at what you do, and you you know keep upskilling yourself, do your CPDs, just keep educating yourself, the, the the business and the money follows that. That so it's really important. Absolutely. that we do that. We've built a, a, an actual special classroom in a, in our one of our sites where we teach uh, our our graduates how to be successful in the industry. Uh, so it's really important that once that we qualify individuals, it's not about going into the gym. We want to really nurture them and mentor them so they've got a sustainable, uh, career in the industry. So talking about the roots of self-employed, unemployed, how to set your own business up, how to deal with your accounts, the tax man, uh, what expenses you can offset. So one more than just a company that, uh, gives you a certificate. You get a, a, a one year after service, uh, you know, uh, c- career mentorship afterwards. So it's it's about looking after our, our, our students. And we're quite passionate, you know. A lot this teams, is amazing. Yeah, this is are, really our, this our is amazing. That's you why know, it's great work we do, we're doing with Job Today sure. and Summer Camp. Because I think now, especially in summertime, uh, there's a lot of young people leaving college. Uh, they've got about six, seven weeks and thinking, what should I do with myself? So we've been inundated recently with uh, inquiries about starting our courses.
1: So so someone listening to this, for example, what could they do to is just visit the website to find out more? Yeah, they, they, they go onto the website
2: uh, and the, the, the our telephone number, our email address there, they would contact our head office and book an appointment. Uh, within 24 hours, you, you have you have, a, have an appoint, appointment so we can find out what goals and uh, aspirations you have in the industry and ascertain when, you know, what's best for you. So it's not just uh, put everyone on a course, it depends on your, your background, your goals, and where you see yourself going in the next 12 months. Yeah,
3: well, one of the major things in that we talk about is that, you know, until they tell us what they're thinking, we can't be on their side. So we want them to come into the office and be very relaxed and tell us what they're actually thinking. You know, where do you want to go? You know, open up a little bit. You know, we've often found that, you know, just something to listen to, you know, is a benefit to them. So when they open up, we can be on the side. And that's part of the very, very beginning. What what route do you want to go? Where do you see yourself? And then we find that connection, that trust at the very beginning. And then they go on the journey, we focus, you know, the whole way and hopefully result in getting a job and, and everybody's happy.
1: If life has taught me anything as well. Like what we're saying there, sometimes you, could, especially when you're younger, you're almost assuming that the other person is telepathic. That you know mm. they, that they almost want you to know what it is, that, and That's no one right. knows what you're thinking. That's right. You've got to sell yourself. Are you got,
3: well, you well, exactly, they got to open up. You got to have you know. We've got the the IEGs, the sales team. You know, very well trained. You know to you know interact with them and make sure they're comfortable. And you know what journey they want to go and tell us where they are at in life and and be very open. You know we. You know, we, we, we employ in our company you know, a certain type of person as well that's maybe, you know, had difficult times so they understand the journey and they can relate to them. Uh, and we make sure, you know, once they've opened up to us, we show them a pathway, whether it be for the traineeships or straight of the courses, you know, or under the massage courses, whatever they whatever they feel at that particular time. And if they don't have, they the energy and the enthusiasm you know we soon put them them through the traineeship courses you know come and sit for a few days sit with us and see how it goes and that's been very successful that you know that start starting up that you know getting off the sofa and just changing the routine daily routine you know it really kickstarts a lot of young Londoners into a different direction
1: and you're lighting a fire under people, aren't you? Probably in a way that mm. school perhaps didn't with it with these guys. Yeah, the way we deliver our courses are very vocational.
2: We you know we've handpicked our tutors, and the aim is as soon as they start their journey with us, they are inspired. They're inspired to really like you know. It's not just a certificate. It's a lifestyle change of lifestyle. You've got extra motivation, but also seeing like there's an end goal. It's not like going to college or you're going to university where, you know, you're going through the motions here. You can be completed in six to eight weeks and you've got a job waiting for you. You've got a job interview waiting for you. And the aim is to go and do something you love doing and get paid for it handsomely. And you can take this qualification abroad as well. You can, you can travel the world with it. Uh, so yeah, so it's, it's really, it's, it's, it's about inspiring young people to become better version of themselves
1: what age did you know when you knew that left foot was a wand uh, and the right foot as
3: well <laughs> <laughs> uh, <whatever. laughs> at what, age <laughs> what age was a left and right foot uh, no i'd never I, i'd never you know i played at a decent level when i'd you know done okay but i'd never looked at myself that way i always felt that you know, I was very, very fortunate and I worked extremely hard, you know, on the training ground uh, and, and that taking that on to uh, the pitch. You know, I have very, very fortunate to have a fantastic relationship with the Crystal Palace fans when I was playing. So it, it made me feel at ease. And, you know, listen, all these experiences you gather when you're a little bit younger and you try and, you know, put them into practice when you're passing down the information, you know, that that's exactly what happened to me. So, although... Uh, You know, at an early stage, I felt that I could, you know, play football at a decent standard. I I always knew that I had to work very hard to maintain levels of fitness and, you know, practice to make myself even better. So I'd never come to rely on just talent. It was always through hard work. And, you know, and again, that's something that I try and push into uh, the the various, uh, you know, companies that I'm involved in.
1: There's a quote by Conan O'Brien. Is a chat show host in in America and a very funny guy. But a quote from him, like the more you two speak, the more I'm reminded of it. If you work hard and are kind, amazing things will happen. And he, he probably said that about 10 years ago. I think about it all the time. Does that resonate with, with the sort of thing that you're doing here?
3: Well, that's probably resonates with yourself because it's, it's, it's probably factual, you know, and that's a factual thing that if you do, you know, show... Enthusiasm and passion, and you know, work hard. That's certainly uh sport, you know, then you certainly, you know, it will certainly make you a better sportsman than it did if you didn't, you know. But there's also other sides to it, you know, the, the belief system and you know, making sure people have got you know, the right you know, mentors or the right coaches at the right time to tell you, you know, where you're going wrong or where, where you can get a little bit better, you know. So, you know, yes, we do work hard, but. You know, a lot of people work hard. There's a little bit more just to working hard. You know, I think you've got to make sure that you know you make the right choices, as Gavin explained before, and who you who you surround yourself with, and things like that. You know, there's a there's a bigger picture out there, and it's it's a difficult. You know, we're in a difficult situation in London. I feel right now with the obesity and over. You know, people talk about you know mental health problems. Certainly in, in football, you know, so we're in a. Very fortunate position that we can help uh, because we've got two ex professionals that the played at a decent level and we've, we've experienced, you know, we're experiencing day to day problems and we can have that, we get that feedback to put back into the, the company to try and make it a better place to be and hopefully more successful. And we're very, very proud of our outcomes, you know, we don't speak enough about that. Our outcomes, we've got, you know, a lot of students that are turning their life around, you know, working the top gyms in London, top, top gyms in London, you know, charging. <laughs> good money to be to from people like me to try, stay in some sort of shape uh uh hopefully what i hope it works but uh yeah all in all listen of course you've got to have passion you've got to have you know that work ethic you know but you've, all, you've also got to combine it together
1: well i know you can't name names but what sort of outcomes are you, are you talking there in terms of with someone being in a bad way to them yeah being in the in the best way
2: so we've had uh students that have uh you know been released from prison uh fallen hard times you know uh, whether it's addictions gambling addictions or different types of addictions and they've come on our course and the course is a life-changing course once they complete the course they've made new friends the cohorts the, the groups of people they're mixing with uh, and then they've gone into the workplace and built up a very strong client base. And some of them actually set their own gyms up, gone into franchise gym franchises. Uh, some of them work, work, work abroad. Some, you know, we've got a couple of students that are in ones in Dubai, ones in Qatar. and It's amazing. You see them on like social media <laughs> doing their things. One, one, of, one of our guys, an ex, ex pro, semi pro, and he's uh, he's uh, he's PT in the. Uh, I think Kuwaiti national, the family, the royal family. So, oh my God! Right, yeah, sure. yeah. he's with the Qataris actually. Sorry, sure. he was in Roma. Yeah, he's with the Qataris everywhere. So it's amazing, and fair play to him. Uh, and he listened to our advice. I, I sometimes go on the course and uh, do a bit of a motivational speech. Uh, and what what I've mentioned is the two P's, and that's uh, patience and perseverance. I think especially in modern culture today, with young people, especially with social media, uh, and you know you've got these apps like Instagram. That people need to be a bit patient and uh, persevere because it's you know, once you've finished the course and you work in a commercial gym in town, it may take you a year, a couple of years to get going, but you know, to build your client base up and to build your reputation. So it's important that, you know, you keep working hard and, you know, you kind of, uh you get the skill sets you improve yourself every single day because uh, nothing's going to be given to you straight away. So Patience and perseverance is huge, uh, and I'm trying to emphasise that you know with as many students I can, uh, because I think there there are rewards and you can be successful, but it takes time, and you've got to master your craft. You've got you've got to make sure that you're you, you understand. You know the course is a stepping stone. Sure, uh, it's really important to keep
1: learning and keep keep improving. Now, Dougie, I've said that uh, what an inspiring figure you are. But given what you've done, our listeners may or may not know you've turned your life around, haven't you? For, you know, you you got yourself into a situation there, but you're sat here now looking at a million damn dollars. Yeah, I think as Dougie mentioned, uh, once you stop playing full-time football uh, and
2: you haven't got a routine, and you know you've got a bit more free time. It's easy to get into temptations and uh, do things you shouldn't be doing. So I think routine and, uh, you know, kind of having a structure. And for me, the fitness industry, going to the gym, uh, training clients and doing the course. I think yeah, education's key. I left school at 16 with uh, some decent GCSEs. Uh, I, was, I was pretty academic at school. Yeah, yeah. Uh, But going doing a course, I think education's key. Uh, I'm more of a vocational person, but a short Six to eight week course was, was perfect for me. I think if I did a, a degree or a year, two years, I'd, I'd probably get bored. So if, interest. I'm probably like a lot of Londoners here that want to maybe do a six to 10 week course, qualify, and then I'm into work and I can earn some money, uh, rather than doing a, a three year degree, come out of loads of debt and sure. still might not get a job or go into something mm-hmm. I don't enjoy. So, uh, yeah, just going back to your point, did a course and that was life changing. But again, quite fortunate, I had a mentor to say, go and do a course. And fortunately for me, I found the right course and found my passion.
1: C- can you say a bit about what the, the the work you're doing with Job Today is exactly? Yeah. So we're launching a, 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 a new project
2: with Job Today, and it's about the summer camp for young Londoners between 18 and 34. Uh, so anyone who wants to get into the fitness industry they would come down to Focus Fitness uh, one of our sites in Vauxhall and they can enrol in our course uh, whether it be uh, a traineeship for 16 to 24 year olds or if you want to do a personal training course, anyone who's 19 plus, we've got funding Uh, and the the beautiful thing about working with Job Today is they've got such a wide range of audience and so many young passionate people that are interested in the fitness industry, we were we actually had a a massive waiting list. We couldn't actually put all these guys on our courses because we had so many people that wanted to do the course. So uh, so it's it's been very successful. And, you know, we've actually got a
1: waiting list now of people that want to start the course soon. It's amazing that you've done all this in in nine years in such an organic way as well. Are are these free, these courses? Uh, They're they're funded
2: courses. So when we say uh, funded, free, the, the government have given us a pot of cash and... If you're, you know, especially if you're traineeships, you're not in education, employment or training, it's fully funded. So technically, yeah, it's, it's free. Uh, and if you're 19 plus, we've got a, a student finance for you to do the personal training.
0: How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment.
2: course
1: as well uh, Doug touched yeah, such it before the chat on behalf of Palace fans genuinely how have you how have you beaten Father Time what's the what's the secret here excuse me how have you how do you still look exactly the same as you did all right in 2002
3: <laughs> uh you, you know these guys that we train and become personal trainers well <laughs> you know <laughs> it comes full <Phil> circle, <laughs> and I get one of them and uh he gets me up every morning and we go running and then he tells me what to eat <laughs> and that's rough it. Now, <laughs> I have, uh, yeah, a healthy lifestyle, you know, very nice of you to see. I'm very complimentary. He's not usually as complimentary. Years me. and years ago, <laughs> I thought a few stories didn't quite go my way. <laughs> uh, yeah, I listen well-being. I, I look at a health, healthy lifestyle. I eat quite well, reasonably well. We train four or five times a day. if eh, A week, sorry. I, Trained to keep myself out the ground, rather than trained to you know for a goal. So I just you know enjoy my training as well. Uh, you know, and I, and, I, and I feel you know I, I look forward to you know seeing how Gavin's getting on and one or two other people I mentor and seeing how they're getting on. And they give me energy, you know, and they give me sort of that uh, sort of willingness to keep on going and keep on pushing. And you know that that that, that kind of I've got four kids as well, so <laughs> that keeps you young.
1: So so I'm I'm from Leeds originally I I've got this job working with Croydon Advertiser I was Crystal Palace guy home and away so I've no affiliation with Crystal Palace whatsoever and then I can't it's the 0 3 season I think could be wrong and then I'm at the training ground at least once a week often 2 3 times a week as I say I, I don't miss a kick and I think it's Palace versus Ipswich I think and from nowhere in the press box I shout out loud Go on, Dougie, and then I, and that was it. I'm like hooked. So ever since then, you know, we live near the yeah. we live near, so you know the the club has got its hooks in. You know, my two girls have been raised to be yeah. Palace fans. So I, you know, Crystal
3: Palace are a very it's a very unique club. You know, south of the river. You know, it's not looked upon or hasn't looked been upon as that fashionable club. You know, we're not Tottenham, we're not Chelsea. Uh, we, as I say, south of the river. Uh, we've not got fancy parks. We've not got the, you know we have not at the high parts of Regents Park, but. You know, when people do come down there and they come to the Sellers Park and they do watch us playing, especially if it's for the first time, there is a there is an addiction there I've heard many, many times. You know, I think we're a, we are a, I wouldn't like to say a working class club because that's wrong, it's, that's putting us down. We're a club that shows, you know, it gives a lot of young players opportunities. We're a club that shows uh, ambition to be better than what we have, where we are and what we have. Uh, And I see many, many ex-players, you know, and people that work always stay very, very close. And we look after them, you know, we make sure the club, you know, the chairman stay past is awfully well, making sure all the ex-players are always invited to the games and we have sponsored charity walks and all the, you know, the old, all the old players come along, which is nice to see. So we, we kind of look after the, 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 the future and the past as well.
1: The, the word I think of when I think of Palace is, is community.
3: Yeah, of mm. course. Of course, maybe that's what rubs off. Maybe that's, you no, that's you touched on maybe that's rubbed off on me over the last years. It's a community club, there's no doubt, you know, the way we, you know, the fans, the foundation we have, it's certainly, this, you know, it might rub off. That's, that might rub off and that may be rubbing off on me to spread that kind of vibe that I get from Crystal Palace. You know, fantastic academy. I wouldn't... Uh, if, I, if I had a son uh, or daughter these days there's a ladies team I would have, have nowhere else because we've proven over the years you know we give opportunities uh, and not because we want to you know or, or we can because we feel it's the right thing to do for the community you know we've just saw the young player from Croydon uh, called Juan Bissaka and he went for a lot of money and his financially his family will be taken care of for generations but it ain't about that it's about this sort of opportunity we gave him and he's playing at the biggest club in the world so let me, one of the biggest clubs I should say these days in the world and it was through our academy that it happened so maybe you know, academy, academy community is all linked in
1: um, As I say I'm 41 I've had lots of amazing experiences lots of wonderful jobs lots of very happy memories but I, in, my, in the Rolodex in my mind I probably replay your goals more than you play then you replay yeah. your own goals. Are there any goals in particular that, uh, that stick
3: out? No, I don't. You, you, know, you don't? I don't. I don't, I don't. What and, are you, you know talking and my about? My wife has a little got me for the, these things. I don't. It's just... And even the chairman has a go at me these t- You know, sometimes about, you know, don't be as miserable, Doug, and look back. I just can't. I just really, really can't. That's I can't, fascinating. I can't look back. Uh, Mate, it scares me a little bit when when people yourself talk about a shot that I probably so not to. It's just not in your head? It's just not in my head. I so a I mean, stop one,
2: a stop one. Yeah,
3: there's many goals, yeah, but I just yeah. can't. I just, you know, I've, I've, you know, I just try and move on. You know what happened yesterday happened yesterday. I try and learn from it, maybe, and just keep on moving on in terms of what's going to be achieved. And I'm now working back at Crystal Palace and very grateful for the opportunity. Steve Harris gave me again, you know, to to work in the Sport Direct, and my job is really to. <laughs> Give the manager choices of what players he brings in, you know, make sure the academy's thriving. with a new fantastic facility happening there. Uh, you know, so I'm always looking on. So I don't really look back and say what goes. I do uh, from time to time try and, try and pass on my experiences, but it ends in an, in an individual way or an individual moment. It's always in the, and probably the moment before the moment, you know, probably the, the moment before. Uh, you guys enjoy the the wins and the and the goals. It was the feeling beforehand because I think that's very important that the the build up to it you get right.
1: What do you mean the moment before the moment?
3: Well, the moment before the moment. I mean that you guys know uh, you guys in the moment will see what's gonna go. but the moment before that, what's my thought process? What my thinking? What happened before? Have I just missed a chance? You know to try and overcome the sort of that strong mental toughness. And it's the exact same you know with Gavin. You know. We know where we're going, we, we have a process and we know what we're going. Uh you know, and when we get there it's for everybody will say, Oh, it's fantastic, how did you spend nine years? But the process I enjoy that process leading up to it. and in the football field I enjoy that training. Uh you know, that you know, that kind of mental game with the centre half where I was thinking to myself, he thinks he's got me. He thinks he's got me verbally, he thinks he's mentally got me and I'll wait for that split moment that he turns off or switches off and I score a goal. And I was very proud to say there was never any abuse given back. There was always a subtle little cheeky wink smile, and that was that was at that moment was done for me. So that's that's what I kind of mean.
1: You use the word mental toughness. There, it was a mm. phrase that got used a lot around that era, and it gets used a lot elsewhere. But it, it, it felt particularly pertinent with with that particular palace side. There will not be every single person listening to this podcast will want to know more about mental toughness. We mm. all we all need it. What steps can you can you take in life to be more mentally tough then?
3: Well, you know, it's it's a, it's a t- touchy subject these days, you know, and you, you've got to make sure that you can't just throw certain words out there and people hang on them and do that and that'll be it. You know, you've got to make sure that you've got to probably understand that life isn't, you know, it ain't going to be on a plate. You've got to, you know, unfortunately pick yourself up sometimes and look at the positive side of things and try and take positive moments from a setback you know and build that sort of kind of uh, you know that block in your head where you understand where you're trying to go and you know you, you can't achieve it in one particular moment you've got to you know build it up through many many kind of setbacks and many sort of kind of people telling you you can't or you know, but more, listen. For my motivation as well, motivation comes in different ways. You know, self motivation, or you get motivated because somebody says you. You know, you, you won't be able to achieve this or whatever. But the toughness side of it comes through. I believe coming through dealing, having to deal with the the low moments. You know, when you're low, you know, trying to grab a positive bit from that and build up slowly. You know, I am a, I am a long thinker. You know, I don't think short term. I don't think that's let's change the world tomorrow. I think about maybe. You know how we're going to change it a year from now. You know, and look at a year from now and think, right, this is the process we've got to go through. And that gives you that mental strength to say, look, if I've done this, this, and this, this is the likely outcome. You know, and if yeah. I if I miss this certain session or I don't turn up for that meeting or I choose don't choose my words carefully, and that kind of you know, I know that what's happened, so I'll try and address that the next time we get to my eventual goals. You know, and that's how I would personally. I don't know about you guys, but that's how I would personally. You know, build on it.
1: Yeah, you you were into Lombardy, weren't you? The like the sports psychology side of things as well.
3: Who Vince Lombardi? Yeah, I've heard of Vince Lombardi. Yeah, <laughs> of course I have.
1: Yeah. But, but that, yeah, that, I think mean, that's important to both of you the the psychological aspects of sport.
3: Uh, yeah, listen, I've I've read other books, but I, listen, the, it's, listen, we we and Gav talk about this quite often. We are big readers, you know. We do <laughs> my wife forever getting texts from me about Amazon order <laughs> this book and. The reply will be, you know, but then the next day and you've got to finish that book before you get this book. So, Absolutely. Yeah, yeah yeah. So you know, Sarah tells me that quite often. I uh, <laughs> we're big readers, and I think through reading, you know, you can grasp, you know, techniques to be mentally stronger, or you know, you know, you know, understand certain people's situations. But I, I think, you know, going through life, life is a great experience for you know, and I think if you can go through life and understand that you know there's going to be difficult moments uh, and look I know what happened about our company but that's what we try and project you know we are passionate about sport and fitness that's our passion but we've channeled that to people who are a little bit you know having that setback, uh not know where we're going and we try and pick them up through sport you know it's a, it's a long journey you know it's not an easy journey it's a long journey and and listen not every success story successful you know some people you know don't quite you know they're not quite ready for it, and they're not quite, you know, tune with what we're trying to do. Uh, but it's not for the want to trying From our point of view,
1: I, I mean, self, Gavin. Is there a, a, a book that you would recommend in that regard? Because I, am probably asking for selfish reasons. Because I love,
2: I love those yeah. books as well. Yeah, uh, there's, there's many books out there. Uh, I can't
1: pick one in particular. But uh, I thought I thought Fergie's book about Lee of, of all the books of the books Fergie's written. Yeah. I thought his book about management is is probably yeah. I think it's his best book. Yeah, I read the book as well. By the way, he did a
2: documentary with when he went to Harvard Business School. That's right, and yeah. That, that was pretty cool, uh, and it talked about how he, he faces challenges. But again, I think it's about you're going to have challenges every day, and it's about find, find, finding solutions and looking at the positives and not dwelling on them too too much. A good one Dougie taught me years ago is to sleep on it. Sometimes oh, when, when, totally. When something happens and you, like, go to sleep and you wake up in the morning, you know, you go for a run, get some fresh air, drink a glass of water and uh, you can think clearer yeah. because if you're trying to make a decision at that moment in time yeah, but, I've,
3: but that's I went through that situation before where I've, I've actually I've only learnt from that you know I used to say my, speak my mind quite often it was it never helped me and it was four or five times I speak my mind in my particular meeting that you know I thought that's not quite working so it was that I, I can relate to that when it, yeah, I was younger I'd yeah, speak my
1: mind yeah, yeah. and now it's the last yeah. <laughs> I hope it would be the last thing that I would do yeah, yeah. you know it, sometimes it's best just to Keep quiet. Have yeah. a think. Definitely have a sleep on it where yes. possible. Yes. But someone who, who used to shoot from the hip, you know, no. when I see, I see younger people doing it, yeah. I see my daughter doing it. Yeah, yeah, to be honest with you, I think that's that is good advice. Yeah. Um, may, may I ask? Mm. Can I ask? I don't know when this episode will go out. Uh, Palace fans will have downloaded this, mm. wanting to know: Is there any news you can share? Any any smoke from the Vatican in terms of... Uh... No,
3: we, listen, you know, that's that would be unprofessional of myself. We, uh, you know, we are very close to trying to do a few things. You know, we know we need to try and do a few things, but it's a difficult market right now. You know, uh, people know that we've got a bit of money from the Wambasaka deal, so prices have inflated. And we have... Including Steve Page, you know, know, he's got a responsibility to the football club, you know, and that means the team as well. So he always gets it right. And, you know, my particular job is giving him the choices, him and the manager the choices that are out there. Uh, But there's two things, you know, there's scouting and there's recruitment. And we've scouted, you know, we've done a year's work and we've got, you know, a good solid list of players there. Uh, You know, getting them is difficult right now because of the inflated prices. We think we've got a good team, good solid team. You know, we're trying to. Getting to that top half regular, uh, it's not easy. But I've seen in the past, you know, if you try and do it too quickly, uh, it can fail. So we're trying to, you know, every year, you know, under Roy, we try to move forward. And then, of course, there's recruitment. Recruitment means, you know, a player can be called up tomorrow morning. That you know, a team have decided to sell or whatever. A, a, a top six team have decided that he's no longer wanted, and we can jump all over it. But the work's been done. Uh, and as I say it would be unprofessional for me to share anything that you know, you know, would only hamper our chances of getting there but we are working extremely hard uh, to get one or two things over the line
1: See I'm so naive you know only only, only the moment you said that did arise yeah of course so with the other clubs see well they've got a bit of money to expect
3: exactly yeah. right I see prices getting flared listen it's the first time we've been in this position it's it's, it's very difficult and, and every Palace fan out there of course they want us to sign some players and that. I get that but we also want to be responsible you know i think in the past that you know under you know under certain sort of leaderships, it's it's been un, uh, you know, it's not been responsible the signings and i think it's left the club in the difficult moments you know and i've been involved in them over the years and i don't want that to happen yes, so did. <laughs> i think you know we are very you know signings are going to be shrewd they're going to be wise we're going to wait, wait for opportunities uh, and then when the opportunities come we will we will we will be as good as anybody you know to to be in the in the ring but you know, we got to be patient.
1: I know we, I'll know. i wrap up. Um, we, we touched earlier on, on Bill Shankly and there was a, there was a thing back in the day, it felt more of a thing back then than maybe it is now where you would drop down the divisions and you would sign a Kevin Keegan from Scunthorpe, mm. that sort of thing. Is, is that still possible these days?
3: Well, it's a difficult one because the way the world is these days, the technology we've got, we can jump the aeroplanes, you know, I've got more air miles than I think Richard Branson, you know? So I think that, you know, we, we, Dropping down the divisions. I understand the thinking behind it. It's
1: romantic and, thinking, I suppose, yeah. And,
3: and the principle of it is correct. I understand that. But when you say drop down a division, we can drop into France. We can drop into Germany. We can drop into Spain. At the you know just as quick I can get into, you know Frankfurt as I could get to Birmingham. So you know we are, we do look worldwide. You know we've got, you know I'm very proud to say I put in a, a scouting program that we know every single player it plays in the top two divisions in the world. Every single player we've, we've we've wrote on and and touched upon, uh, so we do have our eyes everywhere. It is a romantic story. I do still believe there's some good players in the lower leagues, uh, but we're in another fasting, moving uh, industry—the Premier League—that we're always trying to get better. And the time of trying to give a young player that time to settle in is—it's an unforgiving league. So that's what's probably taken that dream away from. You know, many fans, because I dream of that as well. would be nothing better to send a, a local kid from Crawley or, you know, sure. Millwall even. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and bring him up into the premiership. But it's, it's, it's we now scout worldwide and that's unfortunately, you know, because of, as you say, the technology these days.
1: Well, look, on behalf of uh, non-football fans, football fans, Crystal Palace fans... Huge thanks for everything you've done, Gavin, the way that you're inspiring all these young people uh, is a wonderful, wonderful thing. And then you, my man, I've still got... Yeah. I need to get that shirt up <laughs> on the wall, I'm telling you. Yeah, I
3: must go for the mantelpiece. I look forward to seeing that one day. M- mines are in the attic, so you may as well put yours in the uh, fire <laughs> <laughs> Lads, I can't thank you enough.
1: All right, good thank morning. thanks. Bless well, thank you. Thank you for Huge like, thanks to Dougie Friedman and Gavin Hiru, and also huge thanks to the team at the Fora studio where we recorded that episode. They are wonderful. Thank you to the Fora team. So, now that you've listened to that, if you would like to pursue becoming a personal trainer or working in fitness, then uh, the URL for Dougie and Gavin's company is focusfitnessuk.com and their tagline is, it's Focus Fitness UK and their tagline is Your Future, Our Passion. So if you've thought about working in fitness, then please do check out their website. Uh, And then the job today URL is jobtoday.com slash gb jobtoday.com slash gb so we we at balance just felt this was a perfect episode to put out as a bonus because of as I said up top the return of the football season coupled with a level results so I really hope you enjoyed I, I, I love a bonus episode. Have a great weekend thank you as always goodbye
0: planning for your next trip?